All right, guys, here we are. Welcome to episode 18 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast that can now legally get a lap dance from a strip club. Brandon. I'm checking out Alexa Bliss to my topless backstage. <laughs> That's how you want to start off the episode? This is a great segment. You know, this is what we've been missing. We're, we're, we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of it, Brandon. How many times do I tell you? That there has to be foreplay before you get right into it. 4.3 million views, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is what oh, the people man. wanted. The ratings Apparently. were up. We want more Alexa Bliss. We want more Alexa Bliss backstage. You know what else we want more of? A delicious cup of coffee from Ethos Coffee Roasters, our original sponsor. Uh, save 10% off <laughs> with code don't sleep at ethosroasters.com, guys. Please check them out. They're great people. Honestly, I actually am going to be ordering from them this week because I just realized I ran out of coffee and it's pissing me off because I have to talk to Brandon uh, uncaffeinated today and it's irritating me. Can you send me some uh, some coffee? No. No. Why would I send you coffee? You got a Swiffer on your bed and a guitar. What do you need coffee for? Do they got like a vanilla bean thing? No. Uh, Not for you at least. Guys, I know you can't see on the video version it cuts me off here, but I'm wearing an American Nightmare Cody shirt. So we should probably catch people up, Brandon. Uh, we haven't, this is really the first episode of the new year for us because all our other episodes were, you know, retro episodes. So we haven't talked about all elite wrestling. What the hell do you think about all elite wrestling, Brandon? Because I'm super freaking excited for it. This is crazy. Like at first, I wasn't so sure about it. It just sounded like another sort of rinky dink. Indie throw together TNA, thing, right? It sounded like TNA, right? Right. No, you know, TNA was crossing the line a while right. back. The, the unemployment line, yeah. TNA was crossing the unemployment line for years. Like TNA went head to head. All right, it's not my fault that the fickle fans were sleeping on the show. <laughs> why would it be your fault? Like, why? Why is that even a thing? You know, they slept on the show. They slept on it, and and now it's gone. It, it went to like what Pop TV? Now I'm not even sure what network is it's on. not even on Pop TV. Yeah, it's, it's not even Pursuit on Pursuit Pop TV. TV. Yeah, it's on Pursuit, Pursuit TV. TV now. Good luck getting that channel. But they're all, uh, you know, all jokes aside, they actually did something pretty awesome, which is they put it on Twitch now on Fridays to live, so to so you can it, actually yeah. get it free. Yeah, free on Twitch. So I, I'm not just guys. I'm playing a character here. I'm not really. I don't really hate TNA that much. I just got to give Brandon shit. Um, it's unfortunate what happened with TNA, but now you have the opportunity with AEW, All Elite Wrestling, uh, yeah. to be viable competition. So this is crazy. Like they actually got some big money behind the promotion, and I guess the guy is like a a big wrestling fan. Yeah, so he's putting the bill for everything. So what, what's yeah, the deal with that? Listening to Edge and Christian's podcast, he gave some good insight because uh, I guess Tony Khan, who's uh, the guy you're talking about, he's friend. he was friends with Christopher Nowinski, so he actually met Christian at a dinner in 2003, and Christian said he wanted to talk about wrestling like he was just a huge fan, even though Christian was wanting to talk about football with him. And uh, no, he kept turning it back to wrestling. So that's that story right there should show you the level of fan that he is. You know, so it's not like he's just like, okay, I got money in this wrestling thing's cool. It's like, no, he's actually pretty passionate about this. He sought out um, Cody and the Young Bucks, you know, I'm assuming after seeing All In and all of that and seeing how passionate they were about the business. And like, I got this idea. I want to start up a wrestling company. So I'm excited because now you got a place 
for all these uh you know wrestlers who are not being used in the wwe correctly um let's talk about a few of them actually um i've heard rumors that the revival requested their release today uh yeah we're recording on wednesday that's uh... what i'm hearing i again i don't know how true uh these reports are but that that is the rumor um not only that i'm hearing rumors that uh mike canellis and maria canellis have requested their release too um okay and you know i know for a fact i mean i know for a fact you know they probably would be talking you know to in my opinion at least uh to all elite wrestling and i mean you got what pack um and or Pac. i don't know how to uh, technically the english would say pack so pack the former neville and then um chris jericho signing on so you got some huge names going to all elite already so wait, are they going to be like paying them health insurance and a, a whole bunch of crazy stuff? No, like this think, sounds too good to be true. I didn't no, know. I think, I think people misconstrued that report because they said something oh. about health insurance and it's like, no, the health insurance is for the office. Oh, like, okay. yeah. So like Cody, you'll get it. The young bucks because they're in the office, Tony Khan and, and, and some other people, but everybody else has got to sign up for Obamacare. <laughs> Blow out. Premiums are going up. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Brandon, you and your Obamacare. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. That I, you know, I know I, I, maybe I should sound more excited. I'm freaking like amped for All Elite Wrestling. I'm excited because I was a huge WWE versus WCW fan. Like I was a fan of seeing that competition. Uh, competition is is only good. The, it can only do good for the business. And now you have a viable competitor, you know, that might get some eyes on it. But the biggest thing I've seen, and it's just, ignorance upon ignorance people are like oh the monday night wars are coming back and i'm like guys even if they go to tnt you know people talk about the failed tna monday night wars from 2010 even nine years later we don't live in the same time period from when tna even competed there is no competing on monday nights now because there's dvr now like there's so many platforms that just offer free dvr and things like that. So we wouldn't, I don't think we'd have to have them compete. And I don't think it would do AEW any justice to try to compete. Yeah. Like sense. they're not going to be on the same night, right? They're going to be, they, they don't time have slots because what's going to happen. We're going to basically DVR both of them and then watch one live and then watch the other later on. That's a time. That's the time period we live in. So I don't think it would do all elite any justice um, to go head to head, but I'm seeing, cause I made a post on Reddit uh, essentially asking why do people why are people saying Monday Night Wars Monday Night Wars and I'm seeing what people are confusing is they think WWF versus WCW is the Monday Night Wars the Monday Night Wars is not the competition between the two companies the Monday Night Wars refers to the fact that they were on Monday nights same time slot different channels so direct competition so it's not WWF versus WCW. So don't misconstrue it. Stop calling it a new Monday Night War. You can say competition in wrestling, but not Monday Night War. So at least it'll be a place for guys to just go and get paid so they're not forced, you know, to right. only be able to go to one company. They can at least go somewhere else and get paid. Um, right, exactly. And and having another company to go to will keep things fresh because you got guys like like the aforementioned um revival and mike canellis and stuff that like they're floundering in wwe and i think it's cool that they can say you know screw it i don't want to be here anymore i have an, another place i can go 
and that only does good for for people because instead of just twiddling their thumbs and not really wanting to be there you get them maybe going to all elite and making an impact no pun intended uh, making an impact there and then now they're utilized here and then now we get a new crop of talent in wwe and then it keeps going and going and going and you know that that just creates healthy business that it really does <sighs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of concerned that, you know, we've seen sort of the ratings drop over on Raw. Um, they're kind of ticking back up a little bit, but this is now like their big showtime, you know, big WrestleMania season, you know, coming up. So you're going to see the uptick. Is there enough of an audience still left? Why are you wearing, or... why are you wearing a rubber glove? I have to cut you off because I'm looking and I'm seeing you you flailing your hands and I look at you're wearing a blue rubber glove on your right hand. What is going on right now? Look, I'm telling you, I had to clean some stuff up. I just needed to be ready. So why are you still wearing the glove? Look, we're a professional show. We had a time when we need to get started. So it's like, you know what? Let's just get you know, going. This doesn't help my theory. I, I said this to you, I think, last week, and it doesn't help my theory, which was... I'm now convinced that you don't come over to my house to watch wrestling. You come over to sleep. And the reason I'm thinking that is because I said, it sounds like mother puts you to work as soon as you go home. You know, we just got to get cleaning, man. You got to get this place so cleaned up. Is, is, th is that what happens? Is it that the reason you come over here is so that you can rest? Because when you go home, it's like a Cinderella story. You know, like she puts you to work. It's a lot of work. It has to be because you're still wearing a glove on the podcast. It's it's almost like you you've uh, what's the what's the term, Brandon, when you identified with your captor? What <laughs> the Stockholm Stockholm syndrome? Thank you. So I think that's what's going on here. Professional podcast, my ass. You're wearing a glove. Take the damn glove off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help I but can't clean things up. You know, I just I can't help it. Uh. I can't. I can't do this. Sometimes right. you really got to get in there with like your thumbnail. And just really start scraping it up. It gets a little grimy. <laughs> I, cut you I, off I, I just hope there's enough people that are gonna watch. You know, because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of audience watching. You know, the e product right now. Is it just gonna be like another SmackDown slash TNA you sort know, of I thing? Want I want people to realize like that wasn't edited. I know it'll sound like Brandon just jumped randomly back in the topic. Like maybe that was some editing, but no, that's literally like what he did live. Like he literally just stopped talking about what we were talking about and went right back into the topic. I didn't know I'm what not, else to say about the glove. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even hear your question. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's just be excited that AWE, <laughs> Or AEW. AEW. <laughs> what are you making up wrestling companies? AEW. This guy, Khan, he's got plenty of money to throw around. Right. So even if nobody's watching it, people will still be getting paid. Right. And, uh, you know, I guess we got too much to cover, man. We haven't actually done like a current events episode in like three weeks. Um, I did want to briefly touch on Wrestle Kingdom. You know what? In fact, maybe I'll do like a special bonus uh, bonus content uh, for our YouTube where I talk about Wrestle Kingdom because um, I don't want to sleep on that event. It was so good. I, I was really a fan of it. I know you haven't seen it, Brandon. Pay-per-view of the year? No, I wouldn't say pay-per-view of the year. I mean, well, yeah, pay-per-view of the year because no other pay-per-views have happened yet, Brandon. It's 2019. There's only been one pay-per-view. 
so yes pay-per-view of the year so far uh <laughs> and uh will it be better than the royal out, rumble no i don't think so I, I'm, but I'm biased i'm biased towards the royal rumble nah. like <laughs> uh, i do want to let people know go check out uh flashback wrestling he did post an episode of us giving uh predictions for wrestle kingdom and we were damn correct on most of them if not all of them uh pretty cool episode went pretty long but definitely check that out and then we'll post you know me talking about wrestle kingdom i guess uh on our youtube i'll have brandon there in the background just to nod and agree with me but you let's get edit, in. edit that in so yes no, I don't have to, yeah be there right just right. edit you yeah. i got you um so let's go i guess let's go back you know two weeks ago let's let's touch on on some things um i do want to talk about the passing of mean gene okerlund um for the simple reason that they showed the tribute video we had uh hulk hogan actually come out last week and uh, talk about mean gene and i look over and you're asleep so why do you not like mean gene okerlund let me tell you something mean gene sometimes when I come over after a long day of cleaning, I'm really tired. <laughs> Sometimes I find it hard to stay awake. But you know what, Mean Gene? I know you're awake. You're setting up the best matches in the big house. And it's clean. Brother. So we have Brandon's tribute to Mean Gene Okerlund because he feels bad that he fell asleep. Thank you for that, Brandon. It makes me feel better. And then that leads me to something you said, which I don't even know why you said it, and you're going to have to explain it to me. For some reason, the topic of Justin Gabriel came up, and you said Justin Gabriel is a real African-American. He is. He's, he's like actually from Africa, and he's here in America. He's an African-American. It's just, but I, I want to know why you randomly said that. Like, I don't even know what the context was. I don't remember what made me think of it. But, you know, it might have been that Charlie Theron uh, makeup commercial or something. And she's also an African-American. And then it just, I don't know, <laughs> it was just weird things were connecting in my brain. And then it just blurted it out. I don't know why I think out loud sometimes. It's weird. <laughs> it happens. Seriously, in the middle of the show, he's like, you know, Justin Gabriel's a real African-American. It's like, well, he's absolutely right, first of all, because he's from South Africa. Yeah. So he's absolutely right. But and then I the think the real thought. American from Hogan song. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think the real so American came on. Together. So you yeah. were like, you know, Justin Gabriel's a real African American. It all connects. It, all, it connects. all makes sense somehow. You know, he used to use uh, that uh, David Otunga's theme song, the OEU. That song uh, oh, was actually awesome. made for Justin Gabriel. Oh, all right. Yeah, and then like they felt it didn't fit him, I guess. But that it's got that like African vibe, right? Like that's why, because yeah, he's South African. AW, you guys need to sign the core. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Wait, big time. You, but they can't sign the core because they don't have all the members. They uh, they're not all available. Heat Slater is not available. Oh, you can that's get, right. You can get Big Zeke, uh, Wade Barrett, and then. Who else was in there? Oh, Justin Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. But that's about it. You so don't you need get... Otunga. Really? You're... Otunga wasn't in the core, you jackass. Oh, he wait. was in the new Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, nah. so they're pretty good. They're only missing one guy. They could replace uh, Heath Slater. With David Otunga, who's not also not available. Um, 
so Brandon, um, I guess let's let's talk about something I wanted. Zach Ryder. Zack Ryder. Where is your mind this week? You're Time literally just saying the most random things that you possibly could say. You literally just like Zack Ryder. And like randomly. It's like Zack Ryder is being criminally underutilized over in the uh, e right I already now. don't like this episode of the podcast. Brandon. I think he needs to get lot. out of his contract <laughs> and get paid. The big bucks. Get paid the big bucks <laughs> with the young bucks. Ah, I got it. The big bucks with the young bucks. I like it. Um, so Brandon, something I did want to talk about. Um, and I, I, I said it to you, and I'm almost hesitant to say it because I feel like then it makes me be ironic with what I'm saying. But I think it's no secret. Uh, Tony Storm had an unfortunate uh, incident where some private pictures were leaked. Not unfortunate but- for me. Of course not. And that brings me to my point, which was a lot of people were supporting her because she deleted her social media. And a lot of people were saying, you know, hashtag we support Tony. And my take on the situation was it was wrong to say that hashtag. And the reason I know it was wrong, because I had to ask you, do you know what that hashtag means? And your response was, oh, no. And then, of course, what did you do? You go researching for lack of a better term. I had to do some research for the show. And that made me go, okay, that's what's wrong with it because it's calling attention to it. So my take of the situation was that the best thing to do was to not talk about it. So that's why all, all over our social media, I said nothing. I said nothing because I didn't, I didn't think it was right to call attention because I also thought it would call attention to our page for the wrong reasons. Um, hey, bad publicity is good publicity, right? Is that how that works? Right. But that leads me to why I'm upset with you about this hashtag and why I'm even mentioning it. Because as you went to research, quote unquote research, our feed of raw, because I use a streaming service, a streaming provider, our (laughs) streaming service knocked out and our internet died. So I don't know what scummy website you were on, (laughs) but you knocked knocked off Monday Night Raw as we watched it. And literally halfway through the show, that was it. We we pretty much had to pack up and leave because we couldn't watch it. Am I correct in saying that? Dude, I swear. I was on my 4G, mate. I was using 4G. I I wasn't. Am I correct in the fact that we couldn't watch the rest of Raw after you searched these? Picture. <laughs> you're correct, but I doubt. So I was let's stop you right me. there. Let's stop you right there. So you ate up my bandwidth, <laughs> doing the most scummy this. thing that you possibly could do that I don't support, and then we couldn't even watch the rest of Raw. Which so I didn't actually see half of Raw last week because of you. I didn't even utilize my DVR. I was so upset. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. All right, if your face isn't in it. You can always do like it wasn't me, or better yet, just ignore All right, guys. it. You know, All I right, but, just yeah. But you see me. this, right? Yeah. So that's a tattoo, right? Yeah. It identifies me. That's the problem, and I'll leave it at that. Tattoos you know, can identify people. But anyway, Brandon, we're spending so much time it, on this you now know? because yeah. you want to spend so much damn time on this subject. <laughs> I'm gonna take you, but right to raw. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of African. 
African Americans Americans. What'd you just say? I don't know what I'm saying. African Americans or Kins is what I yeah. heard. Kinfolk. Brandon, we're, we're going to get kicked off air <laughs> because they're going to listen to the audio version and be like, these guys don't like black people. And then, like, not watch the video version where, you know. Well, this has nothing to do with with that, <laughs> you know. But, I do I do more for, for African Americans than Brandon ever will. I think Justin Gabriel does more for African Americans than either. Of us Why are provides. we still on Justin Gabriel? Why has he become such an intricate part of this podcast? Justin Gabriel, there's a new wrestling promotion in town. This time you showcase your talents with the elite. Right. So speaking of the elite, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> what will we say about Raw? Opens up with the limousine. <laughs> the kid, wait, let's start that over because you don't even sound like you give a shit. Yeah, what? I'm talking. We're getting into the show. You sound so monotone right now. So let's get into the show, guys. There it is. There it is, is that, baby. Is that, is that what we're doing? Yep. <laughs> Raw opens up, limousine, and out comes the man, Vince McMahon. Be- wait, Becky Lynch came out? The other man. <laughs> Seth Rollins came up. Vinnie Mac. The other man, man. The, the boss of the show, all right? The Vinnie man, Mac. Man. Yes. Okay. Vinnie Mac comes out. The fans go crazy. You know why? Because McMahon runs this joint. He's yeah, buttoned up. This, this is why we don't. This is why we don't have a Brandon for your thoughts. I've already tuned out. Let me let me save this segment here, Brandon, because you know I don't want to just run down Raw. People have seen Raw. It was a freaking awesome episode. Was I mean, it? you have a I, yeah, I think so. Did you think so? Sure. Were you awake for most of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure? Definitely for most of it. Okay. So we got Vince McMahon. I mean, he got his limo overturned uh, by Braun Strowman. So Braun Strowman, you know, got his title match taken away. Now, of course, we can speculate and say in kayfabe, or not in kayfabe, but in real life, he probably is not cleared for this match. Can we safely say that? I don't know. He seemed all right. I mean, he did flip the limousine. Okay. Thank you for saying that because that I have a fucking problem with people on the internet right now because they're literally like, wait, if Braun's hurt, how come he flipped the limo? It's like you literally just mixed two things right there. You mixed a real life situation with kayfabe. And you it's can't still do real that. To me. You can, but you can't do that. You can't say, "How can he flip a limo if his arm's hurt?" Because in the storyline, his arm is not hurt. So that shows me right there, you can't suspend your disbelief. In uh, the storyline, his arm is not hurt. In the storyline, the reason he's got t- he got taken out of the match is because he destroyed Vince McMahon's limo, and then because he was so angry, he got taken out of the match. He flipped it. So in kayfabe, Braun Strowman's not hurt. In real life, he's hurt. So don't mix the two things. That's the reason why you fucking wrestling fans are so fickle is like you can't explain a real life thing with a kayfabe thing or and mix these two together. Holy it's, shit. It's the How reality era. Yeah, yeah, the reality, the, the people are creating their own reality. That uh, it, it just irritates me because it's like I've seen you're not the only person. I know you're joking, but I've heard so many people say that and I'm like, "No, you can't do that." The lines are beginning to blur. It's only it's because you're alcoholics. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, I mean, we get a segment here where, you know, Vince comes out and he basically is like, you know, about to say he needs a challenger and somebody should step up. And then, of course, Cena interrupts him, which is pretty cool. Says, I was your guy. Yeah, (laughs) I was your guy, you know, that stepped up and I know what you're going to say. And and he basically gives a shout out to his line. He's like, I still got that ruthless aggression. Drew McIntyre comes out, says, no, 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 none of this crap. You know, out comes uh, who is a Baron Corbin and then out comes Finn Balor. I mean, Finn, we we see Finn Balor stepping up, and I've listened to some podcasts recently, and they're like, "What are they doing with Finn Balor?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, you're all blind to the fact that they are pushing Finn Balor now." Right. And I've heard other podcasts even say, "Wait, no, you want us to believe in Balor? This is stupid. This is okay. What do, what do you want? Do you want a slow bill of Finn Balor because it, I don't think you have enough patience for it, or do you want them to hot shot him into the main event?" Which one do you want? Are you okay with Balor being pushed? Because now I'm hearing people say, well, I don't believe Balor's credible to face uh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. 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 So is what he about over the demon? or is he not? Well, that poses a question. Do you want to see the demon uh, versus Brock Lesnar or not? The demon versus the beast. I- I'm for it. I'm for it, but I'm not for it if Balor's going to lose. But it kind of, I feel like we're pigeonholed in this because if he comes out, Without the demon paint, we don't think he has a chance. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nah, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's got a chance. Right, but if he comes out with the demon paint and he loses, it kills the demon character. So, hmm. in 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 my point of view, I think they've backed themselves against a wall with this situation because I don't think Balor's winning personally, and yet you know they have to make him look strong in the situation if he's the next guy getting pushed. Now, do you think they're pushing him because of All Elite? Or do you think he was just sort of next in line because he was sort of there anyway? Uh, he was next in line because even uh, on that episode of Flashback Wrestling, before Balor was being put, or sorry, before uh, All Elite Wrestling was announced, we were talking about, me and Wesley were talking about Finn Balor's being pushed and we thought that it was coming so i don't think it was a response to aew i think 2019 they were going to push finn balor anyway you know there's a huge void in the raw roster i think he was the guy to uh be on the come up anyway um but again it's you know people like to speculate i mean it they're like oh i don't it's a coin you know i don't think it's a coincidence well i i do think it was a coincidence i don't think wwe did that to react to AEW and, and let's talk about something. There were reports last week they had the rally for AEW in Jacksonville, and then SmackDown was in Jacksonville as well that Tuesday. So there were reports that fans were getting uh basically kicked out or turned away because they were we- wearing all elite uh merchandise. Have you heard about that? <laughs> That's freaking nutty. It sounds like legit, like they were kicking out. <laughs> oh, it does? Okay. So that's yeah. where, and I hope Ryan who likes a lot of our content on uh on instagram and stuff i hope he doesn't get mad when i say this but this is my opinion all right so if you read the reports it was pro wrestling t's employees that were getting quote unquote kicked out and told you know that they weren't allowed in Mm. i'm hearing a lot of reports that normal fans quote unquote that wore the shirts were not really turned away they just got in I heard reports that the pro wrestling tees employees were kind of starting shit 
And then oh. it kind of, it kind of, you start using your brain. And then this is what I deduced from it. What I think happened is that they got themselves press for AEW because who makes the shirts? The wrestling tees. Pro wrestling tees makes the shirts. So, of course, it would behoove them to create a situation where they're like, you see, WWE's kicking us out because we're real, you know, all elite is competition. Don't believe everything you read, guys, because on paper it sounds correct. But after, you know, really analyzing the situation, I think it was made up. It's like an Enzo Amore style thing. Should Enzo go to AEW? I think so. I'm still a big Enzo fan. I know a lot of people aren't. He's a little brass, but uh, he's got mouth for days and definitely can promo. So, I mean, I, I would be very excited if he went to AEW. Sick. <laughs> what a fucking transition. Sorry. Yeah, we, we got off topic. But, yeah, so we're going to we're all, uh, Finn Balor push. Are you excited about this matchup with Brock Lesnar? What do you think? Um, yeah. I'm I'm not I and it's bad because I'm I'm excited because I think there's reports that Brock wanted to work him. Uh he likes working smaller guys, but um I'm not excited for it because I know and again I could be wrong. I guys I could be wrong, but in my opinion, Brock Lesnar retains and we get just whatever at WrestleMania. In a perfect world, Finn Balor wins the title and it's like holy shit, you know, like holy shit, like now we have a completely different situation. And holy shit, now the whole landscape of WrestleMania has changed. And there's a part of me that wants to believe that because WWE is changing right now. They're in the middle of a transition period. You know, they talked about it. We're going to change. We're going to listen to you fans. Finn Balor is getting pushed. Um, and, you know, a big thing I want to talk about, you know, the, probably the theme of this episode, Brandon, you're going to love it. I'm a huge fan of the sex appeal coming back. Yeah. To the shows. And not in the way Brandon probably is thinking, he just wants to see naked women, you know, but to me, who doesn't want to see naked women? See, all right, here we go. But, (laughs) but in all, in all seriousness, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that they're pushing the envelope a little bit because, you know, I want to see people in real storylines. I want things to feel spontaneous and, and it, it shouldn't just feel all cookie cutter. So, you know, I like the fact that for weeks, Mandy Rose on SmackDown, has been, you know, trying to seduce Jimmy Uso to get into Naomi's head. I like the fact that we've established her, you know, she knows she's good looking. She knows she's attractive and she can use these things to manipulate someone's husband. It, it's a real, like, you can actually tap into that storyline. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's women out there right now that have felt jealous when someone's talking to their husband or. Husbands that have felt jealous uh, when their wives are talking to other men. So it's something to tap into. And I'm a fan of that. Of course, Mandy Rose is freaking beautiful too. And and it helps, you know, so (laughs) I'm like Corey Graves every time she comes out. Hey, I'm still waiting for that uh, Tamina Suka shower uh, scene. So let's get that happening. When was that supposed to happen? I don't know. They need to do it. You You just make that up in your head. I think it should happen. What's up with you this episode? Like, did you do some shrooms before you came on air? Because you're just saying the most random things that come to your mind. I'm just thinking angles, man. Angles for the show. You're thinking of Kurt Angle naked now. To spice things up. That's what you just told me. Maybe you can do it with Tamina and Angle. <laughs> anyway, so and then we get on Raw. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, the guy's like knocking. 
I got you coffee. Miss Bliss, can I come in? And comes in and she's holding her shirt up and she's like, looks at him like, what the hell are you doing in here? You know, and get out and stuff. And the worst part about it, I post this on social media and we've never gotten more likes. Guys, sex sells. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Good looking women and that it, it, it fits the wrestling business. They didn't do anything too uh, degrading per se. It was this like real life sense. Like, like, you know, this guy's like supposed to be her personal assistant and he hands it, you know, supposed to hand her a drink and caught her in an awkward moment. It wasn't anything like, Oh my God, like attitude era when Vince was making Trish bark like a dog. That was like <laughs> unsettling to watch. I don't know if you remember that. It was fantastic TV. Of course. Great you television. Fantastic. They just don't do like they used to. Yeah, that's why I'm here, Brandon, to talk you off the edge with some of this stuff. But guys, I think we can safely agree sex appeal in WWE pushing the envelope a little bit is awesome. Uh, you know, taps into our primal stuff, you know. And Speaking right, of primal stuff, how about those new WWE women's tag team champ belts? Yes. Um, let's not take away attention from that. Those are some of the most beautiful belts currently in the WWE. Uh, freaking, freaking awesome. I was excited to see uh, a moment of bliss, her talk show. And then they were, they revealed those titles. Um, I'm actually pretty hyped for the women's tag titles now. What do you think about, uh, the NXT call up guy coming out during the segment? Uh, I think it was awkward, but I think, <laughs> okay. So let's also talk about the fact that he was on SmackDown when Becky Lynch came out and was like, right. he was making like a tuna and uh you know whey protein is a milkshake and then uh becky lynch takes it and she just chugs it and she goes ah you know i don't even remember what she said but she basically just dismissed it and walked away uh i was a fan of this for the simple reason that remember this is raw and smackdown these are nxt guys let's assume that the the casuals do not watch nxt okay we have the luxury that we kind of know who heavy machinery is and what they do now you have a situation where the casuals got introduced to these guys. Dozer came out and did what he did. And he's like, oh, take two weeks, you know, did all this stuff. So now we got to see a little dose of their characters. That's what I was a fan of is that we had some introductions to them. We had introductions to Nikki Cross. You know, she not only had a match on Raw, but she uh, was hanging out backstage and doing some creepy stuff, shaking like the cage when <laughs> Rey Mysterio was walking by, which I was a big fan of because there was a lot of spontaneity to these shows. And there was like crossbreeding of, of storylines and stuff like, you know, they're two baby faces, but Rey Mysterio was like, the fuck? Like almost like the hell is going on with Nikki Cross over there? Uh, I like that. I like that it was a brief moment as opposed to just Rey walking to the ring and up next Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, you know? You have a brief moment that where they cut to Nikki Cross it doesn't do anything to hurt Ray, but it does everything to help uh, Nikki Cross. Uh, so let's talk about something we noticed that I just said Andrade. <laughs> uh-huh. They dropped his name. He's not Andrade Cien Almas anymore. He's just Andrade. So what do you, you think like about the, that? You like the single name? Uh, the only weird remember sort of thing. No, 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 no. Don't misquote what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because you see, that's that's the fan. That's the problem with you, damn fickle wrestling fan. <laughs> you think that I'm saying because it's easier to say. No, Andrade, I think, is actually harder to say than saying Cien Almas right. um, for most wrestling fans. Uh, you know, American wrestling fans, I should say. Um, 
the one thing I don't like, I don't like that they take took away C and Almas. It means like hundred souls. Like, you know, it kind of had some cool, you know, a cool vibe to it. But what I do like is, I mean, his real name is like Miguel something, Andrade something. So his last name's Andrade. It's just his name. It's just his name. And uh, we made a joke, but I don't think I could say it. I, at least I don't want to say it. Maybe you want to say it. Uh, the comparison <laughs> of like of your name and and you using a similar name. <laughs> you say it because I got the brown. Was it brown? Brown nigga black or black nigga brown? <laughs> oh, it's the, one of those weird orders. The first one. The first one. Uh, okay. And then just dropping it to brown, which is your name, yeah. Brandon Brown. Yeah. Uh, off-color jokes no pun intended but uh, i i had to have you say that because i wasn't i wasn't gonna say that <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm okay with it you know people get so butthurt over a name change and 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 i'm like ah, it doesn't matter he's just gonna be andrade from now on it's nice and easy i'm okay with that i don't really care i don't think it hurts him i'm i will miss cien almas i mean his damn song says cien almas so it's gonna suck in that sense but whatever whatever what did you think of that uh that match man it was a five-star classic that should have been the main event i I think that's the general consensus everybody said that should have been the main event i really agree with it uh with that and then the fact that andrade got the the w i think that's cool that ray put him over you know and then it's funny again people are god they you can't satisfy wrestling fans sometimes. And that's what irritates me is because a lot of people are like a legend, like Ray Mysterio should never lose. And I was like, yeah, but you were the same people that a couple of weeks ago said they're burying Andrade and, and they need to do something with them and, and stuff. Okay. What better way to do that than to get a win over fucking Ray Mysterio? It doesn't hurt Ray, you know, and it, it hasn't, you know, another Mexican guy who now his, you know, is established a little bit better doesn't hurt now that might be a response to the fact that one fans wanted to see him push and two there were reports that andrade was very unhappy so that one they might have done to say hey like be well, patient. Wait, what, what was he unhappy about not, not his push like, he's not utilized oh, okay. yeah so i mean there were there were reports of that and and uh him saying telling other luchadors like don't come to wwe again i don't know how much of this is true but if it is true i mean it could have been a response to that that's craziness. Now there was another lady uh, NXT call up that's been hanging out backstage the last two shows, enjoying a uh, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> when she's gonna Google, be on the show? Did you just Google what that is, Brandon? And lemonade <laughs> iced tea, like what it's called. You know what? I think I had one in a <laughs> store one time. Somebody mixed it up. Arizona good. iced tea, yeah. Uh, no, no, it's Lacey Evans. Um, I'm excited for her, man. Uh, they haven't really tapped into her, her potential this week. They kind of focused on the other ones. But did you also notice Lars Sullivan wasn't around? Yeah, is no, is this legit? Is this a work, man? I, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard reports. Again, no disrespect to the man. This is just reports um, that he had an anxiety attack. Uh, last week when he was supposed to work some dark matches at Raw and SmackDown. Now, the conflicting reports that I hear, I've heard the reports are pretty much like, this is what happened. But what's conflicting is I heard WWE was okay with it. They were aware. They they let him go home. Then the other side of it is I heard that he just completely no-showed. And obviously, if he completely no-showed, 
we might see him get released because I don't think WWE would stand by that. So I, it depends on how he went about this, if it's true. How he went about this will determine his future, but I don't know if it's looking good seeing as that they showed all the other call-ups except him this week. Maybe they're saving him for Rumble? Or maybe AEW offered him more money. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's it. I'm sure I'm sure he has a lot longer of a contract than you think, and they would probably make him sit out. Lashley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Lashley. I mean so we, random. Right? Uh in a good way though. Um I mean we had Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose versus Bobby Lashley with the Intercontinental title on the line. Now, I looked at you and I said, all right, you know, power of deduction here. I'm like, Bobby Lashley's in that ring for one of two reasons. <laughs> he's either there to eat the pinfall so that keep the other two guys looking strong, or he's there to w- win the Intercontinental title. And I said, my assumption is that he's winning the title for the simple reason that he's not a weak enough character to eat the pinfall. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to eat the strong. pinfall. Yeah, but I felt I was like, you know, he's been pretty strong, you know, like they've booked him pretty solid. And then, of course, Leo Rush kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know if I pick up on this, but like Leo Rush kind of came out looking like extra, like, yeah, we're the shit. So I was like, you know, I think they're getting the Intercontinental title tonight. Sure enough, he picks up the W with one of the best spears I've ever seen. Like, I love that, like, barrel roll he does. Like, when he hits the spear, he does like a forward roll. Uh, looks impactful coming off a guy like him and super athletic. Um, but I'm a fan of them moving the Aaron O'Connell title away from the Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose storyline and putting it with Bobby Lashley. Cause it's a fresh storyline. Uh, he can, you know, have some new competitors, Elias, maybe like, for example, like to win that title and then Dean Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins can continue without the title. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they're keeping the Rollins Ambrose thing going. I guess they had to, but not that you see especially the, the, after the last match. <laughs> no, I think with them, they're like uh, the kind of rivals that you don't really get sick of seeing them face each other. So I, I know why WWE is keeping it going because it still feels fresh. It, it hasn't died down. Like no one's sick of it. No one was sick of it when they were feuding for the WWE title when Ambrose was a, a baby face. You know, they're they're just meant for each other. They honestly are. Uh, it's like one of those feuds, like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like you can always see it. Like you can always see it and be happy with it. Yeah, man. So exciting times for Bobby Lashley ahead. Uh, what do you think happens next, man? Besides maybe Elias. Um, we're gonna see a stronger Bobby Lashley. I think eventually he'll move into the title picture. Uh, I'm talking about the WWE title picture, Universal, I should say, Universal title picture. Um, Wait, you think he'll win the Universal though? I don't know necessarily, but I'm saying like I w- I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the picture towards the summer, um, once he's built up and established more with this Intercontinental title. I'm excited to see big things with Bobby Lashley. Um, I'm not like some people that just hate on him for no reason. I really like Bobby Lashley. I love Leo Rush. Um, I've said that multiple multiple times. Um, so ultimately, I mean, I'm just excited for it. I want to see what he does in mania. This is crazy, man. I can't believe 
We got Lashley with the Intercontinental title belt. But it's cool, man. I guess, it's, yeah, it was a cool way to move the belt away from uh, Seth and Rollins. Uh, sorry, it's Seth and Rollins. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rollins and Ambrose. So, yeah, they, I mean, they kind of they kind of ran its course. Now we got... Uh, well, speaking some- of the titles, man, uh, something we haven't talked about... Um, what do you think about the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles storyline going on right now? You know what? That was cool. I like their uh, AJ comes out with all the hot dogs and all the fans right. hanging out behind, like they're about to chow down. And then uh, it was really cool how they had uh, uh, Bryan come out of the crowd, like you know, look like you're just a guy in street clothes, with the hood on, you know. You yeah, back. I was a big fan of this man. Yeah, I it was, was like really physical. The... Like, yeah, they were really going up, for it, man. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of the fact that like. You know, AJ Styles is the everyman in this scenario, which is funny because it used to be Daniel Bryan was like the everyman, you know. Uh, but now we have AJ basically like, you're making fun of these people, you know, for these, you know, eating what they want to eat and having fun and this. And it's like, so it's like they're both coming from points where they're they're correct, which is the best storyline you can have. You know, they are correct. Daniel Bryan's like, you shouldn't eat this crap. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. AJ's like, let them have fun. Let them enjoy life. They're both right. And, uh, you know, but of course, Daniel Bryan's pretentious about it, where AJ's representing every fan. Um, I'm just a huge fan of this. Uh, I didn't like the fact that they continued this feud at the time because I was like, okay, it's done. They should just stop it, especially since Mustafa Ali had gotten the W on Daniel Bryan. I was like, why didn't they do Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan at the Rumble? Um, but now I see that maybe that was just done to establish him more as a baby face and kind of give him the rub. Um, and continue on the AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan train. So, uh, so do you think they'll have Bryan retain title? Maybe? I think so. I don't. I don't think AJ is winning it back. Um, you know. Then again, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, WrestleMania season's weird, man. You know, so it's like it's like I can see a lot of changes happening. Like I wouldn't be surprised if AJ won the title back and fought Randy Orton at wrestlemania you know what i mean like i i wouldn't be surprised at a lot of things man uh and that's good that's good that we're in a state right now where you know they can mix and match a lot of storylines and change things up and it feels fresh uh i like that wwe has hit the reset button on that i'm a huge fan of it i'm a huge fan of everything they're doing like i said the sex appeal and the spontaneity and the unpredictability it's just fucking awesome to be a wrestling fan right now I wish you would. I wish you could feel that and experience the same things I'm feeling, though, Brandon. Because you're not a wrestling fan, so I know you don't feel those things. I, I feel all sorts of things, man. Right. I feel shame for having you as a friend. But anyway. All right. How about SmackDown and the man drinking some of uh, Dozer's protein shake? Can Can we talk about the fact that I think? Uh, SmackDown and Raw, for that matter, were really good episodes. I mean, uh, what do you think about SmackDown? I thought I thought SmackDown was off the chain. You know, I was digging Becky in the street clothes. I think she should always wrestle in street clothes. And I called her Dean Ambrose when she wrestled in street clothes, so I think we disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's Dean Ambrose. Well, no, I was okay with her wrestling in it because it was spontaneous. She like it made her look again. It's all about spontaneity this week, and I, I like that unpredictability. I think it made her look like yeah, she was coming out for a promo and then just said, "All right, fuck it. I'm. You want to wrestle? Let's wrestle." 
so I was a fan of it. So that's why I don't think she should wrestle in it all the time. So I'm, I'm thinking beyond just like, oh, it's a cool look. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, like Austin, same thing. He'd come out in jean shorts sometimes and then whoop somebody's ass. You know, it, it's like if that was his gear, I wouldn't accept it as much, right. you know? So again, I think overall, the unpredictability this week is what made the show, the show so awesome because a lot of the stuff I didn't see coming, it was out of left field, uh, left me wanting to see more as a fan. Um, and ultimately, I'm excited uh, at the direction that WWE's headed. We're in Rumble season. We're in uh, WrestleMania season right after. Uh, pretty damn good stuff, man. I'm excited for the Rumble. Super excited. I'm excited for the Iconics. Oh, Iconics. I think they're going to make some noise. Okay, Brandon, do the post. Iconics. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> and then we got. Oh, that how about it? that random? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the uh, Mustafa Ali getting squashed <laughs> with more Joe? Uh, you know, this is going to keep this going. No, no, this is good because I think a lot of people were like, well, he got a win on Daniel Bryan, you know, like they're pushing him. They kind of took him a step back. And I mean this in a good way. Mustafa Ali is a true baby face. We, we don't get a lot of those, like the Daniel Bryans and, and things like that, the Sami Zayn's, you know, when they were baby face, of course. Um, but he's a true baby face. And so it makes sense for him to come out and get his ass beat by a true heel, Samoa Joe, because Samoa Joe took advantage of him and beat his ass. Now it leads, it's going to lead, mark my words, to Mustafa Ali getting the upper hand on Samoa Joe and kind of playing him a little bit, making him look stupid. And then Samoa Joe can seethe and, you know, and and get it back. Like, this is a very good babyface versus heel storyline because you got a, a true heel and a true babyface. And I want you to pay attention to the storyline because it'll show, you know, what babyfaces and heels should be doing sometimes in storylines because too, too many people are focused on being cool and not actually playing their roles. Well, we see Samoa Joe and Mustafa Ali's SUV. Driving his family around. It's hostages. We got to build some heat for a feud. It's got to go there. So you're saying Samoa Joe will kidnap his family and the SUV? Yes. Brandon, I, I'm not a fan of you on this episode. I don't know what you've been smoking. Uh, dude, it just all this is like great wrestling. It was just Take off. It's the glove. Right it's the glove. It's cutting off the circulation to your brain. Take the glove off right now. Maybe so. The blood flows. Take off your damn Michael Jackson rubber glove. And I mean, even though we touched on this kind of already, I mean, don't touch on me at all. Yeah. We got to, I want to touch on uh, oh my God. Brandon, what do you want to touch on? I want to touch on Mandy Rose. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. This is this is also. Literally. I mean, I mean, we kind of knew what was going to happen, but it was still a great segment. I thought, anyway. Actually, did we? I think I think we knew Naomi was coming out, but we yeah, didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, they could have taken it a step further and had uh, Jay Uso show up as opposed to Jimmy, then kind of yeah. like trick her. Like you know, it could have they could have done a lot, but uh, I thought it was a pretty cool segment. I really did. 
I, I'm always a fan of these. Like the last one I think they did with Lana and Enzo was pretty good too. But I like that this was more like the the heel getting their comeuppance. Right. Um, and then I thought it was, you know, I thought maybe Sonya Deville should have been there too. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And come out of the bathroom kind of thing. But, you know, whatever. Uh, it was a good, it was a great segment. It really was. You know, I'm I'm warming up to to Mandy Rose right now because like I, I really wanted uh even Marie back, and I thought even Marie was sort of going to be that character, but uh, Mandy Rose has got it covered. So I guess didn't I tell you that though? Did, yeah. Didn't I? Didn't I literally say when she came up, and you were like, ah, so you said something about Eve Marie, and I was like, no, no, no. I said they have someone in NXT. I said her, her name is Mandy Rose, and she's literally Eve Marie, like in terms of like the look and the you know the stunning looks coupled with the fact that she can actually wrestle and really play her character and it's exactly what i said and i said don't sleep you know do not sleep on mandy rose like she's going to be good what did i tell you brandon she's knocking it out of the park right now so yeah we don't we don't need even marie back because we have somebody better filling the void just like when i find someone better to be my co-host but pretty much you just like with actually passionate about the wrestling business and doesn't wear a glove um you know i'm gonna replace you in a heartbeat then me and Eve marie we're going over to aew <laughs> so are you saying that well it's aew it's all elite not all scraps wrestling that's where you should go <laughs> hey they need enhancement talent <laughs> introducing <laughs> the rubber glove wearing <laughs> the horrible the plagiarizing. <laughs> I wanted to say your character name. Couldn't say it there. Brown. <laughs> Beep. Black. You could say it's the character's name. I don't want to say it, though. It's like if it's in the song, you got to sing it. Is it do, do we do that, though? Yeah, I think we do that. Oh, Brandon. Those I, I know better. I know you give me permission, but I, I won't. I won't do it on the podcast, Brandon. And speaking of which, what do you feel about Hulk Hogan coming back? Look, it's Hulk freaking Hogan, man. I'm excited. Oh, what about a horrible, it. horrible transition, Brandon. Look, I apologize for that. Hogan but, is Hogan, you know. I mean, you can't have WWE without Hogan, you know. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And 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 you know, it's, it's like you can't wanna... have Keith. Uh, was it uh, Michael Richards without? You know, you can't have Seinfeld without Michael Richards, sort of thing. I mean, right, right. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, it's, I don't think it's a, a case of anybody forgiving Hulk Hogan per se, as much as it's like, it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Like, and enough time has passed. He's enough time he's has passed. Back. Look, I'm not yeah. trying to get with his daughter. So it's like, what do I care? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't take this. Uh, this I, I can't take this episode, Brandon. Um, but I do want to talk about like, Hogan came across really classy there in that segment. Uh, I think it was really cool that he took the emphasis off himself, even though like, yeah, we can, we can go. Yeah. You see, they brought back Hogan for, you know, this tribute, like, so that we couldn't boom. And that's probably correct. But it's also because nobody else is closer to Mean Gene in terms of the wrestling business. And then you, Hogan's a draw. So if you have him talking about Mean Gene, people pay attention. And then he hit it out of the park with his tribute, you know, talking about, you know, Mean Gene. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And then he did one last promo, you know, of, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I know you're up there in the big house. You know, Brandon alluded to it, you know, 
make it the ultimate match, you know, with the ultimate warrior Macho Man. And like, it, it, he did so well, you know, he did so well. Like it brought a, it brought a tear to my eye listening to it. And Mean Gene's something special too. You know, he's the voice of my childhood. No one does it like Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, always appreciated him. I know you, he's kind of before your time, Brandon. Uh, I, but I know you've heard some Mean Gene and, and seriously, just right. no one brought it. Fantastic like voice, Gene. just broadcast voice. It's like perfect for it. It's like born to yeah. do it almost. It's crazy. Exactly. And it's like the best part about it is like even when you were watching like him like talk to people, like he he had that voice. So it wasn't like he was like, ladies and gentlemen, blah blah blah. And then he's like, Oh, okay, that was all right. How'd you like that? You know, he was like, ladies and gentlemen, blah 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 blah. How'd you like that? Was it good? He still had that inflection. Like he was a true pro. He he just really was made for the wrestling business, like you said. Hell yeah. So Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Yes. We've been slacking on the Twit machine, the Twitter. We don't have a lot of followers. Okay. So I want everybody listening to go follow us at Kenny Podcast. At Kenny Podcast on Twitter. We're gonna start focusing on the Twitter. Little bit more, but what's really crazy is for yeah. not having a lot of followers, we actually had a uh, a wrestler that I want to mention follow us this week. Her name is Taylor Hendricks. Do you remember her? Oh my gosh, the Taylor exactly. Hendricks. Yeah, awesome. the Taylor Hendricks. Like we literally have like a couple followers only on Twitter, and she's one of them. And it's like it's crazy that I'm like, what did we do to earn that, Brandon? I don't know, but I'm excited about it. What's she what's she up to? What's going on? I don't know, Brandon. You're Googling her right now. Why don't you why don't you tell me? I'm Googling it. I'm checking things out. Taylor, we're getting you on the show. Yeah, we're Taylor, you come on the, to the show. show. I'll keep Brandon at bay. We'll, we'll not have him interview you because I don't want Brandon anywhere near this interview. But speaking of interviews, uh, we did do one with Chris Hamrick, former ECW star, and uh, he was in the WWF in 1994. He's known for his Chris Hamrick bump. So if you haven't uh, heard or seen that interview yet, please go check it out. Um, go check it on our YouTube. You can find the link on our Instagram um, or just search a Kenny for your thoughts podcast and pull it up that way. Um, subscribe and give us a thumbs up. It was a pretty damn good interview. Uh, he actually ragged on Brandon a lot, which of course, you know, I'm a fan of don't it know what happened. Brandon. I was like, was that just spontaneous? Did he like listen to the show? Brandon, just Brandon feel right? literally asked me, he's like, did you prep him or did you like tell yeah. him about anything? And I was like, no, dude, like, no. So <sighs> either he, that was awesome. you know, he, he's either been listening to our show or he just knows. He just looks in your eyes and goes, you know what? I'm gonna make fun of this guy. He just tells like, this guy looks like there's something wrong with him. I <laughs> know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> But Brandon, I like it. It was it was awesome. But Brandon, you know, it's funny. I think we talked all about wrestling uh, this week. But let's let's talk about something personal. We got we got my birthday coming up in two days, man. Oh, crazy, man! You're gonna you're joining the uh, the old men's club. I am. I'm turning thirty. Which uh, I did an Instagram live video the other day, and uh, one of our viewers were like, "So how old are you? Like 18, 19 or something?" I'm like, "No, I'm like literally <laughs> bro, about bro. to turn 30. <laughs> And he's like, there's no way. And I was like, yeah, I literally like this thing right here, this beard. I literally grew this so I can like look of age and people still think I'm young. So it's like, fuck, man. I guess that's good, good, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look young for your age. And the worst part is like, I'm not even in the the best shape right now. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I slim up a little bit, like, trust me, I look like a little boy. (laughs) 
He looks like he should be in a boy band. Like, no lie. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. No, that. but like, no, that's like in a, in a good way. Like, you know, like K pop band. Something awesome. Wow. He's I got. Don't that, feel, I don't know like, how to feel about that. You know? Why are He's you still wearing the glove? He's got the moves, everybody. But anyway, I'm still pissed at you because on the last day of my 20s, you don't want to go see NXT. And it's kind of irritating me. <laughs> okay, but he, speak- he just he just laughs at me. He just laughs at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know. All you I can know, do say- is beg forgiveness. I can clean your house if you'd like. Yeah, apparently you can. Yeah. But save me. You're patronizing, Brandon. But speaking of saving, let's talk about Russell Crate. <laughs> so we have our sponsors, Russell Crate. Um, still waiting on our first box and still pretty damn excited. It's actually probably coming a little bit after my birthday. So happy birthday to me with our first Russell crate. I'm taking all of the stuff inside. Wait, so they're only sending one crate for me for my birthday. Damn it. Is your birthday in January? I mean, why not? Wow. He tries to usurp my birthday. That's a big word there, Brandon. Let me spell it. (laughs) But anyway, um, so our friends at Russell crate, um, if you want to try them out, and get some of their great content as well. Uh, use code SAVEKENNY to get 20% off of your first Russell Crate. Brandon, you can use the code and you can have a Russell Crate too. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to punch it in and get a crate. <laughs> It'll show up to your house. You won't even know because mother will take it away until you clean your room. Hopefully, it's got some Hogan goodies in it. <laughs> of course, it will, brother. Maybe some Justin Gabriel swag. Brandon, I, I want I want you to know that last night uh, during SmackDown, uh, Shaving Man went for the coast to coast, and the Miz had put the birthday cake up. And while while he put the birthday cake up for Shane to kick it in his face, I literally like we're having a conversation, and I look at you and I go, "Why did he put the cake that way? Because the cake was facing Shane Man." I'm like, "Why didn't yeah. they put it to face Sheamus?" And no response from you. And I look back and, and this is what I got. <laughs> oh, man. So to, to our viewers, I want you to know that Brandon f- like fell asleep and fell asleep for the rest of SmackDown. Like it was another like 10 minutes that Brandon was just asleep. I was watching another show by the time he came to. I thought I was I thought I was in it, man. I thought I made it through, but I guess there was a couple minutes at the end I kind of lost out on. But you know, yep. I made up for it because I got to catch a little bit of that. Uh, what is it, Paradise Island? <laughs> Temptation Island. Temptation Island. Oh man, that looked pretty. Yeah, Bra- of course. Brandon woke up for <laughs> Temptation Island. <laughs> like he was wide awake all of a sudden, and like he stood up to like leave because you know he just leaves when SmackDown's done. But he just like. Looked at the screen, you're just like, it's crazy. It's just like Swingers Island. I'm like, what? What kind of show is this? this. (laughs) I mean, could you like? Would you go on a show like that to like, you know, test out? Oh yeah, that's that's something. That's also something I want to mention because Brandon asked. He's like, hey, would you go on that show? And so my response was, no, Brandon, I will not go on that show with you, (laughs) and I will not, I will not be on Temptation Island, and. you know, fulfill your fantasies. Cause so Brandon wants me and him to go on temptation <laughs> Island together as a couple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew, I knew what you were trying to tell. Yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant in general. 
Like, would you go on that show? Right. Sure, you did. Just because you, know, you didn't. Because when I asked you that, you you pretty much admitted that yes, that's what you were trying to do before you walked right, out. Yeah, yeah. See. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think I would. I would. Maybe, maybe I would go on a show like that. That'd be pretty cool. You never know what's gonna happen. I mean, what are you gonna do when you're in that situation? So that temptation, you know. Why are we? Why are? Why are we talking about Temptation Island, like on this podcast, right? <laughs> it just it came on right after SmackDown ended. Viewers, you know, I viewers, up. I want to so let you know next week. I, viewers, I want to let you know next week. I'm taking back the podcast. I've let Brandon trail off too much this episode, and he's talking about the most random things. We'll get back on topic next week. Uh, and I apologize so much for Brandon Brown right now. Brandon, can you apologize to our audience? You know, I, I apologize. Uh, Did your voice just go out there? <laughs> I had a voice crack. I also apologize for the voice crack. <laughs> Yo. Are you John Laurinaitis? I am the co-host of the Kenny Freeze House podcast and the executive. <laughs> I apologize to everyone, you know. But I also like some Ethos coffee and a loot crate, crystal crate. All right, guys. I want to thank you for listening to episode 18 of A Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where Brandon tried to lie to me and be cool and say, uh, you think Braun Strowman's losing his title shot? Uh, and then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, he loses the title shot. But then Brandon refuses to tell me that he read spoilers. No, I did no, I swear I didn't read any spoilers. No, no. What what the question was was were they going to change the how the Royal Rumble right. stipulation work? Right. Like uh-huh. the winner Brandon of the Rumble, literally like, told me he goes. Brandon literally goes. You think Braun's losing his title shot tonight, Kenny? Like no, he's trying to be cool no, and like so no, when it no. happens. Here here's the problem with that, Brandon. <laughs> I had already spoiled it for myself and seen that he lost his title shot. So there you go, Brandon. You can't pull one over on I me. Do. You're a damn horrible person for trying to trick me. And then and then no. and then he's like, I bet you he literally said, I bet you ten dollars that he loses his title shot. What? I was like, no. Yeah, you see, you see what he tries to do? <laughs> so why don't you get your jurgens or Vaseline, whatever's behind you there, put it in your hand. Jerk yourself off because you're not jerking me around, buddy. You know what? That's a good idea now. Now in the age of uh, not the jerkins, but just in the age of um, that's what I thought you were saying. I thought you were like that's a good idea, but no, I'm mean, at the age of like you know spoilers and stuff. Now that I can look up the spoilers ahead of time. I should start doing that, man. Just looking at what happens and then like throwing out random bets. It'll seem spontaneous. And you'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Who's going to take no that, that bet, happens. first of all? Who's going to take that bet? Nobody. <laughs> Definitely not me. Certainly not me. But yeah, no, this, this wasn't the case, man. I was just wondering about the Royal Rumble in general. Right. Like it's so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited because next week we're definitely going to be doing an episode where we're talking all about the Royal Rumble. I think let's dedicate it. Why don't we dedicate it to the Royal Rumble? We'll talk about some Royal Rumble moments and 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 things like that because the Royal Rumble is my favorite event, um, so I think it'd be pretty cool. The following week, uh, we actually have our friend Drew. He is going to the Royal Rumble, so the following week, episode twenty, uh, we will have Drew on here to talk about his experience at the Royal Rumble. So that's going to be a cool episode as well, just to kind of lay it out what we're doing for the next couple of weeks. 
Uh, episode 20 might not even have Brandon on here because, you know, he'll, I don't want him trailing off into other thoughts. He'll probably be too occupied with his Vaseline and his rubber glove. But anyway, <laughs> anything to say, Brandon? I don't use the glove and the lotion <laughs> together. It's completely separate things. There's anyway, put that out there. Thank you for listening to episode 18 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. I wanted to remind everybody to subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up on our videos. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and catch us on any streaming platform at this point. We're available everywhere except Brandon's imagination because there's no more room for anything besides sex. So anyway, thanks for listening to episode 18 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Have a good one guys. Good night, everybody.